Welcome to The Lunch Table, where real friends who are real pastors having real conversations you may or may not have said out loud once you've left The Lunch Table. Welcome back to The Lunch Table. I think we're all caught up. I know that I had to take a week off uh, when we normally record, so I'm sorry if you missed if we missed any episodes, but we are. it is good to be back. Nate, Drew, how are you guys doing today? As Man. as an avid listener, I know we didn't miss a Friday. We just listened yeah, we to Caleb. Let's go. Yeah. Yes. Just yes. heard Caleb. Time. Who has a better preacher voice over a podcast recording? Like somehow his voice sounded better. It was beautiful. It was awesome. Dang. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. I gotta listen. I gotta check out that episode. I no. gotta, I gotta, I gotta check it out and listen yeah. to it. Drew, how are you doing? How's your end of year, kind of end of school year? start of summer going so far so we we have our um so this is the last week of school for most of the kids around here um including mine um so there's a lot of chill stuff happening because we're done with wednesday nights for right now for the summer um i know we've probably talked about it on here before but we take a break over the summer for like normal wednesday night programming um and do a lot of like hangout stuff but that stuff hasn't started yet um, because kids are still in school. And so I've had the last two weeks to work on, uh, you know, just random stuff and, um, and to dance around this freaking crazy young couple that I'm trying to do premarital counseling with. Um, and so (laughs) Nate, Nate and I were talking about that a little bit as we were, uh, getting, getting ready to record and stuff, man, it was like, literally they're like, on that text train of like, Hey, can we move our time and do all this? And maybe (laughs) we're not going to be able to make our schedule every day, every time or whatever. And I'm like, guys, you gotta have to start taking this seriously. (laughs) So yeah, it's, it's a, it's an adventure. (laughs) Yeah. It, it is always an adventure in ministry. That is for sure. I have an adventure question for you guys. I had one of those awkward moments uh, cause so for our youth, this is like kind of our last school year youth night, we called it study hall. Just come, you know, re- like if you need to get ready for finals, get around the table. I mean, we didn't think anybody would actually study, but like comfort food, we did like, you know, cereal and breakfast food and played football and just hung out. So very chill, very relaxed night went really well. Well, I let some of our students use sidewalk chalk out front of our building to just do sidewalk chalk and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, And they did some really cool stuff, but there's also some really not like, you know, kind of lame stuff as well. Cool stuff, lame stuff. Right. Well, one, I totally forgot that we have a Monday night. So this was Sunday night. I forgot that we had a Monday night service. So I know that's probably not what. (laughs) So I didn't erase, I didn't, I didn't water hose the sidewalk chalk, right? Cause I'm just like, Oh, it'll rain all week. And we have middle school youth on Wednesday and that will be fun. That will be like a fun, you know, I was thinking Wednesday, middle school youth, whatever. Okay. So I come in and I see my lead pastor out front with another group of people and they're hosing off all of the sidewalk chalk. And it's just like, I'm walking up. They're there. They know it's something from the youth group. I know it's something that they're kind of probably like don't love that it's out there and that kind of thing. 
No. And so I guess. I'm sorry. I'm just laughing because I've had so many times where this stuff has happened. And then I found out that I guess as people are walking over the sidewalk truck, it's kind of tracking into the building as well a little bit. So it's one of those like. I don't know. I don't know, Nate. You're a lead pastor. Like, what are you? What's going through your head? Like, all that kind of stuff. It's so hard. And like, all our answers go to this, but I guess it depends on your culture because it could be like, oh, cool. Our youth group is very active, and they use sidewalk chalk. Or no way. That looks very unprofessional. We don't like it. You know, you you should know ahead of time, or they'd be cool with this. And if you knew they wouldn't be, that's your fault for forgetting. You know, and you should have had it cleaned off. I can tell you where LifePoint leads on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're not we're not full one way, but we're no. definitely like the sidewalk chalk. I if I I should have remembered that there's a Monday night service. Yeah, I, I think definitely. if you would have remembered that, you would have had it cleaned off. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I literally <laughs> in my mind was just thinking. Oh, this would be fun to have up because because some of it looked really good. Like some of it was really good. Yeah. And um, like really cool, like shading and like, you know, super like, whoa, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so I was just thinking, oh, Wednesday night, that'd be good. Good to leave up. But yeah. I don't know. Has that ever happened? What, how does your church handle that stuff whenever it's like? So honestly, I, that's, a, that's one thing, like we have a, a whole team. Um, so it's like, they're actually on staff that, that does like maintenance. Um, and so honestly, the cool thing about that is that the guy that leads that team is, is one of our um, deacons. And so Ooh. it's, it's a lot easier for him to understand like, oh, things will happen or whatever. He'll let me know. Like mm-hmm. if something was like out of place or whatever, but they get here on Sunday mornings at like, I don't know, like seven o'clock or something like that, you know, six, six thirty, whatever, um, to like, make sure that everything is in place and all that. Um, but for the most part, they understand, you know, that stuff happens, you know, and, you know, it may not have realized that something was left out or something like that, but, um, but there's definitely been times where <laughs> where things like that have happened. <laughs> it's not it's not not fun. I definitely definitely don't like that. <laughs> well, and I think also like I guess like maybe the bigger question for both you guys is like where does having a full and active youth group in kids ministry like a full like a, a full and active ministry right? Like, it feels like it always goes up against, though, like having a building or like they create. OK, so here's like another thing that just happened. Right. So our kids ministry has these iPads to sign in. OK, mm-hmm. so some kids started taking selfies on these kids ministry iPads. Yeah. And one kid in particular flicked off the app, like put up the middle finger to the iPad or mm-hmm. whatever. OK, well. I'm not checking the iPad gallery ever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, ever. And then, you know, you just get this picture. I just get a message sent like, hey, can you talk to the kids about not messing with the iPads? All right. Here's my question. Is it 
the youth ministry's responsibility to you know police that, or is it the kids ministry responsibility to set up and tear down iPads in a multi-purpose room? Both. Yes. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. Look. Okay. So this is crazy timing because I just had to do an eval and, and address this very directly with our church. Sorry, Ethan. But no, it wasn't Ethan. Um, oh, good. Like transitioning from that school being in our, our building, our, our custodian and different ones had this mentality of whose mess is it? Yeah. And so... Yeah, if the if the, if it wasn't their mess, whatever. I think that you should be aware of. Okay, if my students are on these iPads that were left out, let me throw kid men a bone and go and and put them away and help you know make sure I'm policing that and making sure it's not done and then bring it to their attention. I don't understand why in our culture here that process was so impossible. Uh, I mean, I was literally like, if you come in to clean on Saturday and the school left a microwave out in the worship center put it away and let the head of the school know like, Hey, I, I put it away. My job is to make sure it's ready for Sunday, but just so you know, your team overlooked this or whatever. And that was just impossible. They couldn't, they couldn't do that. So my thing is, man, have each other's back, especially kid men and youth, mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah, I'm going to make sure my students, if I notice they're left out, I'll make sure to put them away or let my kids know not to use them and vice versa. Um, you should have each other's back, but you should know, okay, if they are left out, I'm going to make sure my kids aren't taking pictures on them because that could be bad. Yeah. And then if they know, and then let them know, Hey, just a heads up. You left your iPads out. I made sure they didn't get on them, jump on. You may want to check just to be sure the pictures or the gallery, you know? Um, but just so you know, they were left out and I took care of it. Yeah. All right. I would say that like, so this things like that and thankfully i haven't had any students like flicking the <laughs> ipads off um but uh our ipads are because we use them for check-in for student ministry too um but they're literally mounted to the wall so they're mm -hmm. not going anywhere right <laughs> so um but most of the time they're locked on the screen for check-in you know, so it's not like they could go away from it unless they figured out what our password was or whatever. Um, yeah. And so it's like you're able to access the camera, though. You're able to like double click yeah. it. Camera automatically pops up even with the password. Are you sure? I'm going to go like so after this conversation. So here's where I feel. I Well, that's what I was just told because I was in there. I saw the kids person. I'm just like, hey, I said their passwords on here. Can they just not use the password? Because I, you know, whatever. And you're like, she goes, well, they can bypass, like they can get. Yeah, that's like, it. like on the iPhone, you can click the camera when it's locked. There has. Oh to be no, but it's but it's not locked though. It's like, it's like on the parental, like, guys, I have an autistic kid. Okay, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like locked on that app. Like okay. it's not allowed to go anywhere else. But whatever, I don't know. It does. It doesn't even matter. It, well, hey, like, really quick. Matter. But really quick, what about when it's an accidental flicking off? Can y'all see this? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's Hayden at Instagram right there. That's Hayden <laughs> at the pool giving two peace signs, and one hand didn't quite get the other finger up like yeah, he wanted yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> but regardless, uh, on all this stuff, sorry, sorry, hey dog. Um, <laughs> but um, my, I feel like my thing is that it's like policing is probably the wrong word. I would like find that that kid that flicked it off and be like, dude, what the heck? Why would you do that? Because literally 
who cares if there's other pictures on there? Like if there's pictures Mm -hmm. of kids on there, no one cares. No one should care anyway. Like it's, that's, it's not like it's some misuse of church things, you know, it's just like, Oh, sorry. You, you know, the iPads were out and the kids mess with it, you know, whatever. I'm going to, I'm not going to condone that or like say, that's okay. You know, I'll say something to them if I see it, you know, but at the same time, it's only really bad if something happens like a kid flicking the camera off or whatever, but I hate, I, I cannot stand the whose mess is this. Oh, and honestly, I think that's one of the things that I, um, really loved about when I did oversee Kidsmen is that I had the chance and and it's carried on like this culture has carried on. And I'm really grateful for that. But I had the chance to like in the beginning of all of that stuff, because there, there were people that were like that for sure, where it was just like, Oh, well, this is leftover from youth group. And it's like, no, this is our church. We do this together. <laughs> it was like, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the youth group exists for the same reason that this Kidsmen exists. And, mm-hmm. um, you need to just be okay with if there's something out, you can just you can put it away. I'm put, I'm gonna put stuff away when I see your stuff. You're gonna put stuff away when you see my stuff. We're all gonna try and be better about not leaving stuff out. And at the end of the day, it's gonna work out. It'll be fine. And synergy. Now, now it is so it's so much better, you know, than it than it was then. I've I honestly have not had a conversation about something like that in probably like a good year and a half something like that and i think like one thing is um one thing i really love about our church though is we look at it as it's good problems to have like they're Mm. actually good problems to have because part of the issue is is like when you just when you're just growing and growing and growing like more things are likely to kind of be misplaced or out of place and also good problems to have because our buildings use like every night of the week during yeah. the fall and spring and so it's a little bit just like okay hey these are tensions to manage they're probably not going to be problems to solve because we just we're not going to necessarily like so hypothetically let's say there's something else that the youth group just got in uh in trouble on was the in one of our rooms someone put up a basketball goal up against the wall well when you put a basketball goal like mounted on a wall what do kids do they try to dunk mm. all that stuff they knock into the wall and there's a couple holes in there as well <laughs> and stuff so <laughs> now what's interesting man about, but here's what's interesting about that one is it's like there is no figuring out who did it Right. Because that could have been a, a Sunday morning. It's in our elementary room. So it could have been our elementary kids. It could have been. Bro, it could have been you. It could have been me, you know. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, though, I do I do like that, like concept of like, look, this is our church. And a part of our church is tensions to manage is an act of kids in youth ministry, not yeah. a problem to solve. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, the you know, I, I, I love that kind of mentality there. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, honestly, one of the things that um, has happened a few times and I, I'm really glad that I've been able to like work with, especially like that maintenance team on a few of these things, like our students have broken, like we have glass doors on the way into our gym and they've broken the glass on those doors oh, twice oh. while mm. I've been here. And that, they're like $700. <laughs> right. So it's not like it's nothing, you oh, know, yeah. and like, 
students, it, whatever. If you're a youth pastor, if you've ever been a youth pastor, you know that this is true. Students put holes in walls and it's just a thing, right? It <laughs> just happens, right? And uh, whether it's like on a random Wednesday night or, you know, we have a homeschool co-op that meets here and they have basketball games and stuff. And sometimes holes get put in the wall in the gym, whatever. Like the thing is that it's, you're right. It's ministry is happening. And that's way more important than caring about who put a hole in the wall when we have people on staff that can just fix it. And it's like, while we don't want to be doing it all the time. Right. And if it becomes yeah. a problem, then it's a problem, you know, but like the tension itself you're right. Like it's, it's a good problem to have. Well, it's like having little kids like swimming with 10 and seven year olds. And my buddy seven year old is just like splashing and elbowing people all around him. I'm like, bro, look around you, like see what's, you know, adults don't understand. Youth don't have that awareness. <laughs> you know, they're not <laughs> like, let's be really careful about how we hit this wall. And let me open yeah. this door kind of lightly instead <laughs> yeah. of running through here right now. Yeah. And so very cheesy, but biblical treat others how you want to be treated. So I'm going to make sure to try to monitor this and take care of my mess and take care of this. Yeah. But also if you see that it got, you know, overlooked or didn't happen, you know, show me grace. Like you'd want me to show you when you leave something out and let's help each other out and be better about it. But it doesn't have to be drama and, and negative and like that. Like, Hey, thank God we have kids running through these walls you know, to put holes in. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. And I think, <laughs> like, I think what's really good is that what I've been trying to learn over the years is really try to understand, like, seek to understand the people and where they're coming from, right? Like, I'm trying to understand, like, so, like, you could have this one, like, knitting small group who's really upset because they're like, you know, respect the building and da 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 and, and, and you know, okay, like, I got to understand where they're coming from, right? Like, I got to understand their viewpoint and where they're at. And at the same time, hopefully you can build a culture where they're trying to understand what you're doing. Cause you know what I've learned about youth ministry, especially I just had this thought, this is like brand new hot off the press, mm. maybe within the last month or so, um, or maybe even last couple of weeks. If you think about it for middle school kids, especially it's the most unique event of their entire life. And even high schoolers to a certain extent, right? School, very structured, teachers, mm. you know, da, 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 right? Uh after you know, baseball team or band or whatever. Their whole life is so structured. It's and then even when they're like at the mall, let's say they have some freedom to go to the mall with their friends, okay? That's still only like five of them, right? Or let's say a big group would be 10, right? Or they have a sleepover at their house. They but at least there's a parent there that's like, this is our house. They understand houses, right? Mm-hmm. On our middle school night, we have 120 middle schoolers, a party atmosphere, <laughs> or I don't know, like if that's the perfect word, but in a freedom, like like maybe the most freedom that they've ever experienced atmosphere. It is a very unique thing that you're yeah. trying to navigate with middle schoolers and high schoolers even. Yeah, it definitely is. And I think one of the things that comes with that too is that it's like, like, some of that has to happen for them to be able to have ownership of why they're there, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the part that when we can communicate that well enough to like people that maybe don't understand where it's like, yeah, it seems wild and crazy and all that stuff, but the, these kids need to have enough ownership to like understand that they belong here 
and mm-hmm. that someone cares about them being here. And we made this for them to be here, you know, so that they mm-hmm. can learn about Jesus. It's not, you can't, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know, yeah. and that's, that's the part that I think people miss out on all the time. And it's not, it's not about the lights. It's not about like the, the crazy music or them going crazy and putting holes in the wall or whatever. Those are vehicles sometimes. Let's say those gospel. are the, the ends to meet the yeah. mission, whatever that phrase is like yeah. necessary evils to, to get that. But Matt went wrong in one area. If you have someone knitting in your church, they don't have a say about anything. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, I think like you mentioned, um, you know, you're, you have a building crew is, is also understanding that your building crew, they like, they take pride in their job, right? Mm-hmm. Like we all take pride in our area. We all take pride in our job. We all understand our struggles in our area. And we all assume our struggles are more important <laughs> than anybody else's struggles, you know, or, you know, that's the natural tendency, right? To be like, oh, they don't understand what I do, but that's what everybody's thinking, right? Like, that's what everybody's right. kind of going like they don't understand what that means for me and what to do there Uh, well i'm just glad that nate's staff never messes up you know that they they tend to like (laughs) keep everything they they have such strong leadership in their lives man we don't have any issues (laughs) i mean I mean, it's it's a uh, hard hard to mess up when you're not there full time, you know. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're never in the building to mess up. So that's, that's a key right there. Jacob, why is your office so freaking dirty? <laughs> like, oh, he's wait, like, wait. what office? <laughs> if you don't have an office to get dirty, then you're good. It's true. I'll say this: I think just a piece of advice for anyone who's listening that's having a hard time with someone else or another department or whatever it is. A phrase that I have learned that really helps and goes a long way is like, I am on your team, right? Mm, nice. Like, I I promise it's not that I want this stuff to happen. It's like, it's that yeah. I promise I have your back. And that's where everybody has to check their heart, that if you really don't have their back, like, that's where you got to work on and grow and be like, you know what? Exactly. I got to care for them in the same way that I'm not in the same way, but I got to care for them in the in how God's called me to care for these middle schoolers or kids or whatever too. Like, which, yeah. which is why having the maturity and emotional maturity, whatever to just bring awareness to an issue should be able, you should be mature enough where if I made you aware, Hey Matt, I had to, you know, hose off the sidewalk today for Monday night church. That should, you, sh- you should have the capacity to take that as, Oh crap, my bad. I totally forgot about Monday night. It won't happen again. It shouldn't create, drama and oh gosh now matt doesn't like me because i told him this or you know how dare my pastor you know just hose it off no big deal if you both have awareness of we're a team and i put you out by not getting it clean which i feel bad about but thank you for for taking care of it thank you for seeing we're active we have a lot going on by showing me grace just just make me aware let's let's take care of the, the issue um it's kind of an old school phrase but the buck stops here with somebody so like your lead was like Hey, if I don't clean this up today, then yeah, my Monday night service crowd is going to come into this. So I'm going to clean it up, make Matt aware. And I know he'll, he'll make darn sure it doesn't happen again. Or if it does, we'll have to figure out what's going on. <laughs> so well, what about, guys. Oh. oh, I was going to, I was just going to ask real quick. So what about if, um, if you have this situation coming up, do you feel like, like if someone is really starting drama or is really 
pissed mm-hmm. about something being forgotten or something, whatever. Do you think there's enough space for someone to be like, Hey, like, are we on the same team? Like, are you on yeah. my team? Like, do you have my back or are we like, are we trying to make this drama? Like, I, like, I feel like when things like that happen, I'm, I'm the person that I'm going to just like come and just like talk to that, talk to that person instead of like letting it go on. But there are some people probably listening to this that are totally afraid to do that. And I'm kind of <laughs> wondering like, like, does that language transfer for you guys or have you had to have conversations like that before? Or like, what are you, what are you thinking? Oh man, this might be too fresh, Matt. You go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, I, it sounds like, it sounds like you need to answer this. Like, well, I'm, I'm just having a hard time because there is somebody that y'all wouldn't even know. Um, that's like, man, like if you come at me with three issues, and you have a relational pastor, we're talking through this and I'm going to try to help you solve these three issues. And then once they're solved, then there's something else, you know, it's like, are you just being dramatic? And so, yeah, you have to have that conversation where I had to have it was, Hey, we have policies and procedures in place, trust the policies and procedures and know that in a small church, the church that loves you, that you have served crazily, amazingly, um, things are going to work out. You know, don't, don't freak out. Don't stir up drama. Don't, you know, the sky is falling. We have to have, and on a much lighter note, I had a guy, one of our young adults. I mean, you talk about no awareness (laughs) whatsoever. (laughs) Uh, My boy, Cody, I love that guy. Uh, But like he scheduled first month of first Sunday of the month on planning center for pro or whatever. And he calls me up Wednesday when the email goes out, Hey man, I just saw you schedule me and, you probably forgot. I figured you'd remember though. Like I'm heading out of town. <laughs> I was like, Cody, there's 50 volunteers that we schedule. I don't know who's out of town. When you, we have a policy in place to take care of this. And it's just like, it, it can't just be everyone, especially at a small church has a mentality sometimes of, well, no, you know me and you, you, you cater to my need as opposed to no, there's a process. There's a procedure, follow that. And good things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what so, I was gonna say. Like, oof. I think, I think you know the phrase, and even kind of what you were saying is like, kind of culture eats strategy for breakfast. Like, hey, this is our culture. Our mm-hmm. culture is that if you can't be there, you got it. We we call it block out your dates. That's our culture. Like, you are responsible for blocking out your own dates. You know whatnot. Mm-hmm. Or our culture is. Uh, an Andy Stanley podcast talks about fill the gap. Like, we fill the gap with positive things first before we go all negative or like hey this is this is what we're about here and sometimes that culture is like you know it's all over the place right like our culture is we're cool with sidewalk chalk right um maybe it's not right but that's where i think when when someone's just reoccurring like over and over and over again i think that is where you're kind of asking that question like do you fit our culture here and i've learned in youth ministry that like that for me, there's certain people that want so, so much structure and they want so many rules and so many guidelines and they mm-hmm. want it to look so much like their church that they had growing up that, you know, sometimes I mean, I haven't had this conversation in a long time, but it's like, look, that's just not who we are. That's not our culture here. Yeah. And that's when you have to have that conversation you're asking about, Drew, like, hey, we're here to help you and also get a job done. But why is there a problem? <laughs> yeah. What's the source of this issue? Um, 
if you want to freak out about having to clean up another team's mess, what about when they have to clean up yours? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, hey, guys, we have kind of hit that 30 minute mark here. What is what's y'all's one minute takeaway from our conversation today? Well, hey, (laughs) Uh, culture eats something for breakfast. And at the end of the day, (laughs) it's like uh, I'll be honest and vulnerable here. I, I am bad about, you know, and this isn't a fat joke, but wanting my cake and eating it too, or whatever, like I want to have these policies and procedures and then be flexible, you know, and try to see how that can work in both worlds. So I constantly struggle as a lead pastor of, am I that, that cutthroat guy that's like, here's the policy and procedure, get over it. Or yeah, here it is. Now we'll meet you halfway as well. I have seen it work out, you know, I'm like that. And so, but Hey, at the end of the day, address the issue directly. Don't wait don't don't avoid it um go to the person the staff person the team whoever right away and just say hey you know this has caused tension and drama and again in my world like just making another team aware of this should not cause deep hurt and pain and problems if it does then we need to get you and that team leader in a room together we need to address this right now um because it's it's becoming way more of a big deal than it should be so you got to address it right away with the people directly yeah yeah um, my one minute takeaway is that I need to bring sidewalk chalk to my ministry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do it at uh, an all nighter on Saturday night, 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sweet. No, honestly, uh, that does sound really cool though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> my students would probably love that. Um, but, um, but in all seriousness though, I think like one of the things that come with this is that you really just have to understand your culture and um, make sure that you're communicating the right way. I think honestly, language when it comes to these things is so crucial. So having things that you communicate like with your team regularly about, okay, well, why does this stuff matter? And, you know, how are we going to act on these certain things? That that really goes a, a long way. Um, and I think um, filling the gap, like what Matt was talking about and, and you know, trying to make sure that, um, you know, people understand why your ministry is the way that it is and understand that thing, you know, good problems to have. Honestly, I think those are, those are the things that are going to make it a lot easier to walk through forgetting one time about sidewalk chalk, which really is honestly, like there's probably some lead pastors out there that are cringing right now, listening to this, but at the end of the day, it's really not that big a deal. It's one time, (laughs) you know, it's, you know, there's, there's grace for one time, you know, <laughs> and be. it's not, yeah, yeah, there should be right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, especially knowing that we're all, we're all pastors on staff that are like very focused on trying to do things that are bringing people to Jesus. Right. And so it's like, okay, if we're not, if, if it wasn't for those things, then it was like, okay, well, yeah. Like if, if that person sucks at doing all those things, well then sidewalk chalk might be a big deal, you know, but like sidewalk chalk is nothing when it comes to comes to the fact of like okay we're we're having good ministry happen and one thing didn't go you know didn't get finished the way that one you know other people thought it should have been well plus and, really, it's- and having that conversation with them like in all legitimacy not just because it's matt but that is a, a very reasonable explanation yeah like i'm thinking wednesday night you're gonna come in think this is so cool a Monday night service is not the most common thing on your brain right away. You know, like 
if, if the reason is, dude, I thought it was cool. Get over it. I didn't care. Okay. Yeah. We got a problem, but that that's a logical reason. And y'all should be able to address that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think my, my one minute takeaway is you're really, I think the, the key thing here is, do you, is your team mature or, or immature, right? Mm-hmm. Like if it's an immature, now this is where the youth pastors and that we get to listen to this is like, look, if, if, if you're just constantly, if it's every week, there's this little yeah. thing, this little, you know, you know, the floor wasn't swept and this was done and trash was left out. Right. And that's your immaturity. <laughs> yes. Wow. But if there is a level of like the exception of like, hey, yeah, you know, every week there's like little tiny things, but we understand that they're trying they work on it. When we've asked them to do this one thing, this one thing didn't keep happening over and over again, you know, stuff like that. So I actually the more I think about this, I think it's more of a maturity thing. And I think it's also more of a let's go have a conversation thing. So um, I think that's my one minute takeaway. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this lunch table. I hope you, as you were listening, you were thinking about all the different stories, about all the different times someone harped on you about certain things. Uh, And we hope that you have a lunch table that you can vent this stuff out and talk through as well with some other people. I've never discussed sidewalk chalk more in my life in the last. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, thank you guys. Everybody at the lunch table. Have a great week. See you. See you next Friday. Peace. Peace.